0: BGM Revival Hour. My name is Edgar Velasco. I am the host of this show. This is a video game music show where me as well as occasional guests will share and talk about video game music of the 8-bit, 16-bit, 32-bit, and current game music eras. From the obscure to the well-known, both respecting and honoring the music that many gamers have grown up on, and those who have just discovered the incredible world of video game music. I have been a fan of video game music for as long as I can remember and believe this is an art form that needs as much exposure as possible. Each episode will focus on a specific theme, best ending music, best title screen, or a specific franchise or composer. And that brings us to today's show. And the theme is... Well, let me take you back to a special time. Let me take you back to December 17th of 1987. Capcom was trying to get into the console business because at that time they were mostly focusing on arcade titles and the only console games they made were ports of their very popular arcade games. They wanted to do something original, an original character that would eventually result in them becoming a worldwide leader in quality games. Spearheaded by a very young individual by the name of Keiji Inafune, who previously worked on the original Street Fighter. Mind you, the original Street Fighter was very weird considering it took various tries to get one fireball and that would pretty much win you the game. Inafune was in charge of designing nearly all of this particular game franchise's characters, enemies, as well as the actual box art and its logo. He was also responsible for rendering those designs into graphical sprite form. This particular character was influenced by Osamu Tezuka's manga Astro Boy. And the reason this character has a particular color scheme is because of the console's technical limitations. And although he is often credited for designing this character, Inafune insists that he only did half the job of creating him, as his mentor developed the basic character concept before his arrival. So, Inafune, with a small team consisting of only 6 people for the home console market, created a character that has been loved and cherished for many generations, and is still loved to this day. Give up? Let me give you a little hint. That's right, today we're gonna have a musical retrospective of the Mega Man game franchise. When this character finally hit the store shelves, critics received it very warmly. Although it sold poorly, which in a few days pretty much blamed the game's poor, horrific, nightmarish North American box art. And again, if anybody has seen that horrid box art, it's become a staple now, especially when it came to classic NES games. Which is a great game, but because of its horrid box art, resulted in many sales maybe not doing well. But, while Mega Man's sales were low overall, they were higher than Capcom's expectations, and its success was mostly credited to word of mouth. In result, causing many successful sequels to follow, as well as the spin-offs. Now how it's going to be, is I'm going to start playing the original side-scrolling Mega Man games, 1 through 10, and then go through its spin-off, Mega Man X. And with any time remaining, that's when I will cover any other Mega Man titles. Mind you, it's only the core Mega Man character, no spin-offs of Zero or anything else. Just the core Mega Man title and Mega Man character, also known as Rock. Seeing how his name is Rock and his sister is Roll. So, let's do that. Let's rock and start this show. Starting first is the actual title, Mega Man. Again, I don't have to tell you that it was published and developed by Capcom, and again released December 17th of 1987 for the Nintendo Entertainment System as well as the Famicom in Japan. This is the theme to Fireman Stage by composer Manami Matsumae. That was the theme to Fireman Stage, for again the Mega Man game for the Nintendo Entertainment System by composer Manami Matsumae. From that we go to the Cut Man Stage theme, again by Manami Matsumae for Mega Man for Nintendo Entertainment System. That was the theme to cut Man stage for the Mega Man game for the Nintendo Entertainment System by again composer Manami Matsumae. Like I stated earlier the poor box art pretty much almost sealed its doom for the Mega Man franchise but because of word of mouth and Capcom's trust in Inafune they were able to spearhead a sequel which is Mega Man 2 on the Nintendo Entertainment System released December 24th of 1988 usually the opening theme and the title theme are two completely separate songs but I believe both of them complement each other and need to be played together in order to get the full effect especially when being one of those people that when they played the game they saw the introduction in the year 20XX leading into that amazing opening so with this is the introduction theme and title theme by composers Takashi Tateishi and Manami Matsumae for Mega Man 2 opening theme and the title theme for Mega Man 2 by again composers Takashi Tateishi and Manami Matsume. Following that theme is another one from Mega Man 2 which is the Bubble Man theme by again the same composers Takashi Tateishi and Manami Matsume. This is Bubble Man. the theme to Bubble Man stage for Mega Man 2 by again Takashi Tateishi and Manami Matsumae. And lastly covering Mega Man 2 in amazing themes is the one theme that is very popular amongst the Mega Man franchise lovers. It is the theme to Dr. Wily's castle. Let's not delay this and let's play this amazing theme. the theme to Dr. Wily's Castle for Mega Man 2 by again composers Takashi Tateishi and Manami Matsume. From the roaring success that was Mega Man 2, another sequel was green which was Mega Man 3, released September 28th of 1990. Now this is the introduction theme, also known as the title theme. This is by composer Yasuaki Fujita and Harumi Fujita. That was the title theme to Mega Man 3 game by composers Yasuaki Fujita and Harumi Fujita. With that, there's another theme from Mega Man 3 that I highly enjoy. This is the stage theme for Sparkman by again Yasuaki Fujita and Harumi Fujita for Mega Man 3. Was the theme to the Sparkman stage for Mega Man 3 by again composers Yasuaki Fujita and Harumi Fujita. Now I know many people would consider Mega Man 2 would be the game that they mostly cherish, but for me I have a soft spot for Mega Man 3 seeing as how it was Probably I think the Mega Man game that I first played before Part 2. And also was one of the games that I got very far. At least up until, you know, I had to refight the Robot Masters from Mega Man 2. But again, I enjoy them both and I enjoy them all. And with that, let's go to the next game, Mega Man 4. For the Nintendo Entertainment System, released December 6th of 1991. This is the theme to Drill Man by composer Minai Fuji. theme to the Drillman stage for Mega Man 4 by composer Minai Fuji. With that, let's not waste time and go towards Mega Man 5. Released December 4th of 1992, this is the theme to Proto Man's Fortress stage by composer Mari Yamaguchi. That was the theme to Proto Man's Fortress Stage for Mega Man 5 by composer Mari Yamaguchi. From one Mega Man game we go to the other Mega Man 6 released in Japan on October 5th 1993 or in, released in the North America March 15th of 1994. This is the theme to Tomahawk Man Stage by composer Yuko Takehara. the theme to Tomahawk Man Stage by composer Yuko Takehara for Mega Man 6. Now that we're done with the initial Nintendo Entertainment 8-bit system Mega Man coverage, we go into the future consoles which covers the 16-bit and 32-bit revisions of the character. This is Mega Man 7, released in Japan. March 24th of 1995, and in the United States, North America, September of 1995, for the Super Nintendo. This is the theme to the Shade Man stage, by composers Yuko Takehara, Yoshihiko Horiyama, and Makoto Tomozawa. the theme to the Shade Man stage or Mega Man 7 for the Super Nintendo by composers Yuko Takehara, Yoshihiko Horiyama and Makoto Tomozawa. From the 16 bit we go to the 32 bit which is Mega Man 8 released for the PlayStation and Sega Saturn on January of 1997. This is the stage selection theme by composer Shusaku Uchiyama. Was the stage selection theme for Mega Man 8 by composer Shusaku Uchiyama. After that initial run, we thought it would be the end for our favorite Blue Bomber. It wasn't until 10 to 11 years later that we finally got another well-respected and well-loved sequel. This is Mega Man 9, released for the Wii Virtual Console, PlayStation Network, and Xbox Live on September 22nd, 2008. This is Galaxy Fantasy, the Galaxy Man stage by composers Yu Shimoda, Ryo Kawakami, Hiroki Isogai, and Ipo Yamada. Galaxy Fantasy, the theme to Galaxy Man stage, by composers Yu Shimoda, Ryo Kawakami, Hiroki Isogai, and Ipo Yamada. Rounding off the original Mega Man franchise would be with a perfect 10, so let's go with Mega Man 10, released on the Wii Virtual Console, PlayStation Network, Xbox Live, on March 1st, 2010. Mind you, this composers list is quite huge as it consists of many past and present Mega Man composers all putting their efforts together to create another amazing soundtrack to the legacy that is Mega Man. So this is the Nitro Rider, which is the theme to Nitro Man stage by composers Ippo Yamada, Manami Matsumae, Yasuaki Fujita, also known as Bun Bun, Akari Kaida, Ryo Kawakami, Hiroki Isogai, Yu Shimoda, Minai Fuji, Mari Yamaguchi, Yuko Takehara, Makoto Tomozawa, and Shusaku Uchiyama. Was Nitro Rider, the Nitro Man stage theme, by composers Ipo Yamada, Manami Matsumai, Yasuaki Fujita, Akari Kaida, Ryo Kawakami, Hiroki Isogai, Yu Shimoda, Minai Fuji, Mari Yamaguchi, Yuko Takehara, Makoto Tomozawa, and Shusaku Uchiyama? From the initial Mega Man games, we go to the spin off, which followed the Mega Man story further into the future. This is Mega Man X, released for the Super Nintendo December 17th of 1993. This is the theme to the Spark Mandrill stage by composers Setsuo Yamamoto, Makoto Tomozawa, Yuki Iwai, Yuko Takehara, and Toshihiko Horiyama. was the Spark Mandrel Stage Theme for Mega Man X by composers Setsuo Yamamoto, Makoto Tomozawa, Yuki Iwai, Yuko Takehara, and Toshihiko Horiyama. Just like the original Mega Man, the X franchise was very successful and spawned many sequels. So with that, let's take a listen to Mega Man X2, released again on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System December 16th of 1994. This is the theme to the Flame Stag stage by composer Yuki Iwai. Flame Stag stage theme for Mega Man X2 by composer Yuki Iwai. From that, we fast forward to December 1st, 1995, again for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. It's Mega Man X3. This is Toxic Seahorse stage theme by composer Kinuyo Yamashita. that was Toxic Seahorse stage theme for Mega Man X3 by composer Kinuyo Yamashita. While Mega Man X3 was later ported for the Playstation, Sega Saturn and Windows PC, but I prefer the SNES soundtrack any day. And speaking of the new systems at that time, we go to Mega Man X4 released for the Sega Saturn and the PlayStation on August 1st, 1997. This is Storm Owl Stage Theme by composer Toshihiko Horiyama. the Storm Owl Stage Theme for Mega Man X4 by composer Toshihiko Horiyama. From the success of Mega Man X4 on the PlayStation and Sega Saturn, Mega Man X5 wasn't too far behind. Released this time only for the Sony PlayStation in Japan of November 30th, 2000 in the United States, January 31st, 2001. This is Duff McWhalen Stage Theme by composers Naoto Tanaka, Naoya Kamisaka, and Takuya Miyawaki. Was the Duff McWhaleen stage theme for Mega Man X5 by composers Naoto Tanaka, Naoya Kamisaka, and Takuya Miyawaki? Now, many Mega Man followers, especially in the Mega Man X franchise, would realize that Duff McWhaleen's stage theme it's just a remastered version of Bubble Crabs from Mega Man X2. Seeing as how the original theme apparently was scrapped, they just decided to do a remastered version of that theme and place it with Duff McWhalen. Now another thing about Mega Man X5 is that the majority of the Robot Masters were named after Guns N' Roses characters. Apparently the translator who worked for Capcom Her husband was a very big fan of of the rock group Guns N' Roses, so she decided to take it upon herself to rename all the characters after those band members for the North American release. Weird world, but they're pretty unique names I have to say. After 5, of course you know there's gonna be a 6. So this is Mega Man X6, released ONLY on the Playstation in Japan November 29th of 2001 in North America, December fourth, two thousand and one. This is the Blaze Heat Nicks stage theme, by composer Naoto Tanaka. The Blazed Heat stage theme for Mega Man X6 by composer Naoto Tanaka. From the 8 bit to 16 bit to 32 bit, we move to the more current systems. Well, as more current as we're gonna be able to be allowed to. This is Mega Man X7, released for the PlayStation 2 system in Japan July 17th, 2003, and in North America October 14th. Of 2003. This is "Vanishing Gun stage theme by composers Yuko Komiyama, Shinja Okada, Seiko Kobuchi, Naoto Tanaka, Makoto Asai, Teruo Konishi, Shuichi Misuhara, Nuriuki Iwadare, and Takuya Miyawaki. the Vanishing Gun Guru stage theme for Mega Man X7 by composers Yuko Komiyama, Shinja Okada, Seiko Kobuchi, Naoto Tanaka, Makoto Asai, Teruo Konishi, Shuichi Misuhara, Nuriuki Iwadare, and Takuya Miyawaki. From there we have to hit the last of the Mega Man X titles. It's sad to see it go, especially when many of us still want a Mega Man X title to be released, or maybe even two to give us a nice perfect 10 that the previous Mega Man franchise gave us at least. This is Mega Man X8, released December 7th of 2004 for the PlayStation 2. This is the theme stage to The Burn Rooster by composers Yuko Komiyama, Naoto Tanaka, and Shinja Okada. That was the Burn Rooster Stage Theme for Mega Man X8 by Composers Yuko Komiyama, Naoto Tanaka, and Shinja Okada. Like I stated before, it's sad to see a franchise go without a definite conclusion. And we all would like at least one or two more titles to give us that closure I guess that many of us gamers are looking for especially into the Mega Man series. But considering many Mega Man titles have been cancelled ever since Inafune, stepped down from Capcom and is now working independently and helping to publish and promote his own game, Mighty No. 9, to some may say the spiritual successor to the Mega Man franchise. All the best of luck to him. And if any of you guys were in the dallas Worth area this past weekend, y'all were able to meet Inafune in person as a special guest for the SGC convention. SGC being the ScrewAttack gaming convention created by the ScrewAttack crew over at ScrewAttack.com. I follow them. It's a great place to get your news on various game-related media. Give them a like. They're available on Facebook as well as Twitter. Or you can just go to their official site at ScrewAttack.com. They're a bunch of cool folks, and any person that was able to get Inafune to come over to the States and to answer your questions about Mega Man are awesome in my book. And with that, we end the X and original Mega Man rundown. Now let's try some other titles in the Mega Man family. Starting with Mega Man and Bass, also known as Rockman and Forte. Available only for the Super Famicom, which is the Super Nintendo of Japan, on April 24th of 1998, which eventually got its North American release, but only for the Game Boy Advance on March 11th, 2003. This is the final boss theme, by composers Akari Kaida, Naoshi Mizuda, and Kirikiri-chan, which have had trouble finding out who this composer's real name is. But if that's what he was credited as, or she was credited as, that's how I'm taking it. Unless one of you listeners know who this person is, please comment below on the various emails, Facebook postings, and Twitter rants. <music> the final boss theme for Mega Man and Bass released for the Super Famicom in Japan and the Game Boy Advance in the US by composers Akari Kaida, Naoshi Mizura, and Kirikiri-chan. Your guess is as good as mine folks. From that we move to a GameCube title of the Mega Man franchise which is the Mega Man Network Transmission based on the Mega Man Battle Network series that was very popular for the Game Boy Advance and I believe Nintendo DS Portable Systems, which was released in Japan March 6, 2003, North America June 17, 2003. This is the Shadow Man stage theme by composers Shinji Hosoe, Ayako Saso, and Yusuke Yasui. the stage theme to Shadow Man for Mega Man Network Transmission by composers Shinji Hosoe, Ayako Saso, and Yusuke Yasui for the Nintendo GameCube. Speaking of the Mega Man Battle Network franchise, this is the theme for the Mega Man Battle Network 2. This is the theme to Gospel, which is the final battle theme by composer Yoshihino Aoki. Final Battle Theme, also known as Versus Gospel for Mega Man Battle Network 2 for the Game Boy Advance, released in Japan December 14, 2001, in North America June 12, 2002, by composer Yoshihino Aoki. And with that, let's revisit that same Battle Network 2 game with this particular theme. This is the Battle Theme, also known as Virus Busting, by composer again Yoshihino Aoki. that was Battle Theme, also known as Virus Busting, for the Mega Man Battle Network 2 game for the Game Boy Advance by composer Yoshino Aoki. And finally in our Mega Man franchise coverage, we go to Mega Man ZX for the Nintendo DS Portable System in Japan July 6, 2006, while in North America September 12, 2006. This is the last area theme also known as Snake Eyes, by composers Ipo Yamada, Masaki Suzuki, and Ryo Kawakami. the last area, also known as Snake Eyes theme, for Mega Man ZX by composers Ipo Yamada, Masaki Suzuki, and Ryo Kawakami. And that's about all the time we have for today for the Retro VGM Revival Hour. As always, I appreciate all your listeners for taking an hour of your time to listen and showing support for the art of video game music. If you would like to stay in touch with anything and everything VGM related, please make sure to visit the official site over at retrovgmrevival.blogspot.com. And also make sure to subscribe to the official Facebook group over at facebook.com groups forward slash VGM Revival Hour, where you can post your own video game music videos or add some recommendations to future episodes. You can listen to the podcast on SoundCloud as well as find us on Stitcher. So please show that you like this podcast by commenting, rating, and subscribing. And if you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Moonspiderhugs. Oh, and don't worry. I'll make sure to put the full track listing below. Till then, this is Edgar Velasco saying, Life has its ups and its downs, and also its lefts and right. But in the end of it all, we always end up with a little bit of extra lives to win the day. Thank you very much, and see you guys next time.